StrengthsFinder 2.0 by Tom Rath. One sentence summary. StrengthsFinder 2.0 argues that we should forget about fixing our weaknesses and go all in on our strengths instead, by showing you ways to figure out which five key strengths are an innate part of you and giving you advice on how to use them in your life and work. My favorite quote from the author is, you cannot be anything you want to be, but you can be a whole lot more of who you already are. Tom Rath. Tom Rath might well be what most people consider a prodigy. In spite of being diagnosed with a rare disease called BHL at the age of 16, he still went on to become a successful psychologist who, after 13 years of leading Gallops, the company who does all the polls, research and consulting for employee engagement, switched to an advisory role. Throughout his time at Gallup, he's written eight books, many of which have gone on to become bestsellers and have sold over 5 million copies in total. StrengthsFinder 2.0 is his most popular book and it's all about, well, finding your strengths. Gary Vaynerchuk would love this. I can hear him in my head as I'm writing this. Here are three lessons to help you figure out what you're good at. 1. Don't try to fix your flaws, double down on your strengths instead. 2. Believers and futurists are a great team of co-founders. 3. If you seek strong social bonds, you might be a harmonizer or a responsible. Ready to discover some of your strengths? Here we go. StrengthsFinder 2.0 Lesson 1 Exaggerate your strengths instead of fixing your flaws. This answers the question, what's one of the best strategies to succeed in life? This point wasn't particularly outlined in a specific blink, but I thought it's definitely worth emphasizing again. Yes, we all have bad habits we want to break, and sometimes this is necessary. But more often than not, we spend way too much time ironing out the wrinkles in our shirts and fixing every little chink in our armor instead of doing what we're already good at. If you suck at sports and just don't enjoy going to the gym, then why the hell force yourself to get there three times a week? Do the minimum that's good for you and take an extended walk outside each day. Those 10,000 steps will get you 80% of the way there. Then spend the rest of the day and additional time reading if you're really good at that and can absorb information like a sponge. Focusing on your strengths is also the way to winning at work. Tom identified 34 characteristic strengths and in the book helps you match yours with his findings so you can figure out which ones dominate your life. Knowing whether you need to be in charge to thrive, play a supporting role, work for yourself, or be friends with everyone is the only way to excel. StrengthsFinder 2.0 Lesson 2 Believers and futurists make for great co-founders. This answers the question, which two StrengthsFinder 2.0 traits complement themselves well? Of course, I can't outline all 34 strengths here, neither do the blinks, but we can at least take a peek at some of the most important ones. Let's start with believers. A believer is someone who can't separate motivation from belief. If you pick English as your major in college, but can't even get out of bed for the first semester because you see no sense in studying Shakespeare's texts, then chances are you not only need a change, but also must find something you believe in so strongly that it'll become your reason for waking up. But beliefs are so subjective and individual that it's often hard for believers to find an organization that's exactly in line with their core values. So they end up starting their own. Once they do, a futurist will make a great co-founder. Futurists aren't tied down by the rules and can see beyond what most people think is possible. 
They create their own vision of the future and paint pictures so vivid they inspire the people they lead to deliver their best work and change for the better. When a believer comes up with an idealistic idea for a business, a futurist can help give form to that vision and define what it will look like and paint it in the future, which the both of them can then create together. StrengthsFinder 2.0 Lesson 3 If you seek strong social bonds, you might be a harmonizer or a responsible. This answers the question, what kind of strengths type am I if I feel like I need a lot of friends? Two more characteristic strength types are harmonizers and responsibles. They're similar but differ in one key aspect, the way they strive to attain social recognition. A harmonizer will always try to find the most diplomatic solution, to which anyone involved can agree, so a social consensus is reached. If you really care about making everyone happy, then this might be your type. In that case, you'll thrive where teamwork is essential, hierarchies are flat and everyone shares the same beliefs. And while your harmonizing skills are hopefully appreciated, make sure you don't waste too much time optimizing and look at the clock sometimes so you don't slow your team down. If you are not a harmonizer but it's still important to you to have a good reputation, then you might be irresponsible like me. Responsibles try to never let anyone down and fulfill the roles they agree to take on as best as possible. That makes people like me great for jobs where reliability matters above all, but puts them in danger of taking on too much. Happened to me recently. Recognize yourself, then start practicing to say no every now and then. You know it'll be good for you and everyone around you. My personal takeaways from StrengthsFinder 2.0 for 2017. I haven't taken this quiz yet and there is a quiz i believe that comes with the book i think there's also a test you can take online which costs a little bit of money but i haven't done that i've recognized myself in multiple types that were described in the links um but this is something i've been really meaning to do because it's very interesting to see these distinctions so when i first read about the harmonizer I thought, hmm, yeah, that makes sense. I'm very diplomatic. I usually usually try to find a way that makes everyone happy. But then when I read about the responsible, I thought, oh, yeah, that's like much more like it. Because if there's a team of five people and we agree on something or like four people agree on something, I'm happy. And I think that's the best solution. I'm happy to vote for that and to make that a reality, uh, even if the fifth person doesn't like it. Right. Because I want to do what's best for I want to do what's best for everyone, but I don't need everyone to agree on it, right? So there's a fine difference there. And then I thought, hmm, yeah, this responsible makes sense because let's say like we found a solution for a problem with four people decided to implement that. I would give my best to make that solution happen. And I would be really disappointed if I let someone from the team down in terms of not delivering on time or whatever my my task then was. Um, In the same way, I think this can vary over time too, right? Like it changes very gradually with these types. Um, But this can vary over time. Uh, I also think I'm a believer much more than a futurist because uh, in terms of I see what's possible like right now, but I can't, I'm not very good at predicting what's going to happen in the future. I'm not going to, I'm not very good at predicting like this company, this model is going to be successful, blah, blah, blah. If I listen to, futurists so people like Gary Vaynerchuk, Evan Williams, um, 
uh, Tony Stubblebine is another person who's really good at identifying trends. James Altucher. Uh, so these people, like, they have a much better grasp on what will pop in the future than me. Um, but I'm... So I can just mimic that, what these people do. But I'm, on the other hand, if I believe in something, I believe in it so much and I do everything to make that happen and to, to live by that, which is this, the exact reason I'm doing all this stuff, right? So I believe in a world where you have no, where your, where your money does not come from a single source and you never depend on anyone to pay your salary or to keep you, I want to say to keep you alive, right? With rent and food and whatever you need. So I really believe in that model. I really believe that's the way to go. I really that believe that's the definition of freedom for me, right? To not depend on anyone to keep on living. Um, and so I believe so much in this model that I'll work my ass off uh, every week to just try to get there, like eventually make it. Um, and so just, yeah, this is a whole conversation about self-awareness. I mean, uh, you've probably been thinking while you're listening to this all the time, like, okay, so which one do I belong to? Which one do I fall into? And so on. And again, with these with these test types, I just made a summary for uh, Better Than Before by Gretchen Rubin, who has a great quiz on that. I have another quiz on the blog. Um, I highly recommend taking these, not for the final verdict that you get, it's like you're this and that, so, but to know these are tendencies and these are guidelines for you to live by. So that's why I would recommend taking such tests. And I think StrengthsFinder 2.0 is a great one to start with. So even if you just read something like the summary on Blinkist or you find something online where all the types are outlined, you can match yourself with like the top three or top five ones. Think like which ones do you belong to most? And that will give you a great idea of who you are with which you can move forward. Okay, so I hope you will learn something about yourself from this summary and see you on the next one.